Finance can be so confusing and overwhelming. Learn the tips and strategies so you can accomplish your financial goals. Let's break it all down so it's simple and easy to understand. If you know me by now and you've been listening to the pod for a while, you'll know I love examples as it's my favorite way to learn. Please, as always, leave a review. Give it five stars if you found that it has been helpful. And that's it for me. Enough rambling. Let's get to the episode. As always, welcome back to another episode of the Personal Finance Redefined Podcast. Now, this episode may just be my favorite because I am asked about Roth IRAs probably more than anything else I'm ever asked about. So what I love about Roth IRAs and why I use them and why clients use them and really everything you're going to know about Roth IRAs, you will learn in this episode today. So before we hop into Roths and how they work and what's best and how you can really use them to make you millions of dollars, what I want to start on is first by saying we're on YouTube. So once again, you may have heard this last week, but just want to reiterate, we are now making YouTube videos. So if you want to see those videos, take in the content in a different context, different form, go ahead and check the description box of this podcast episode. What you'll see in there is a hyperlink where you can select those videos and see what it's all about. So thank you so much. And as always, if you have a question you want answered in a future episode, personalfinanceredefined.co. That's where you can go to submit your question, but you all already know that. So thank you so much. And let's get right into why I love Roth IRAs. Now, you low by now, I love examples. Now, of course, we're going to get into a Roth IRA example. But before I do so, let's outline a few things to note surrounding Roth IRAs. First of all, why are they talked about so often? And not just why are they talked about, why are they used, why did the government even come up with this, and really, what is a Roth? So before we get into the examples, let's break it down. So a Roth IRA, it is a way to compound your money tax-free. Now, that's the very, very simple explanation of what a Roth IRA is, but let's take a step back so we can really even understand it in a better context. So when you want to invest your money, there's a few different ways. You can say, you know what? I understand that I'm going to be giving up certain tax benefits, but if I just go open what's called a standard investment account or a brokerage account or a individual account, they're all the same. It's just the financial industry likes to use different words. What you'll see is that you can buy and sell stocks very easily. However, when you do sell a stock and you've made a gain, so if you bought Apple stock for $100 and it's gone up to worth $200, well, that $100 gain, you pay taxes on it. Now, you're going to pay taxes at different levels depending on when you bought, when you sold it, how much did it go up by, and various other factors in your financial life. However, what we're focusing on is just the Roth portion. So if we take that same example of if you put $100 into Apple stock and it went up to $200, that $100 of growth, that's what you normally pay taxes on. But in a Roth IRA, you don't pay taxes on it. So the benefit of the Roth is that there's no taxes. So essentially dollars have been taxed once you put them into these accounts, whether it be a brokerage account or a Roth IRA. So when you put money into this account, what's happening is that your money is now going to be growing for a Roth IRA completely tax-free forever. So if you put $100 in and it grows to $10 million, it comes out completely tax-free. So when people say, how are some of these really, really wealthy people able to not just avoid taxes, but 
get around them in a certain sense? Well, they're not getting around them because they did pay taxes at the beginning. But if you put, for example, the maximum to a Roth IRA each year, which by the way, this year is $6,000 and it will be 6,000 next year, what you'll see, and that's of course, if you're under age 50, what you'll see is that that 6,000 can grow to 10 million and it comes out completely tax-free. The difference is if that $6,000 grows to 10 million and it's not in a Roth IRA, well, you're going to be taxed on it. Now, it's going to be, of course, taxed differently. For example, if you sell less than a year of holding that position, you're going to be taxed as if you just made more money. So that's known as ordinary income tax. Now, also referred to as short-term capital gains tax, whereas if you own a stock for more than a year, well, you're going to be taxed at a lower rate, a more tax preferential rate of anywhere from zero to 15 to 20%, depending on your income. So, when we're looking at Roth IRAs, here is my favorite example. And remember, when we're looking at a Roth IRA, the maximum is $6,000. And an important consideration is you can only invest in a Roth IRA if you have earned income. So if you go work a whole year and make $3,000, the most you can contribute to a Roth is $3,000. Now, if you make over this year, what's $124,000, you cannot contribute to a Roth IRA. Now, there is a backdoor Roth IRA, which may be going away. But the important thing here is there are more considerations to note than just on the surface. If you make too much money, we can't contribute to a Roth IRA in the traditional sense. If you don't make enough money, well, let's say you make no money. You can't contribute to a Roth IRA. But at the same time, you might be able to look at tax brackets and work with a planner to see, wait a second, can I realize a certain amount of gains tax-free because of my income? So maybe you don't have a Roth IRA, but you can use your individual account to act like it. Now, I could do a whole other episode on that, so I'm going to stop rambling on that and get back to the Roth IRA example. Here comes the favorite example I love to use with clients. Now, what I'm going to do, I'm actually going to do this math with you on the fly right now. So I'm literally whipping out my calculator as we speak. Calculator app. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. So here we are. Now, what I'm going to assume is, let's say you are 30 years old, and you're 30 years old, and you say, you know what, I want to invest the maximum, and by the way, the Roth IRA maximum, it changes, so it's going to go up over year, over year. Some years it doesn't, some it does, but let's say it doesn't, okay? Let's say for 30 years, you invest $6,000 every year, okay, so from age 30 to age 60. What would happen is that you would have $180,000 if you had just put that into the stock market and you didn't invest it. So we put it in the stock market, but it just sits in the Roth IRA. We don't actually invest it. It's just our personal contributions. So the way I got that was I took the $6,000 and I multiplied it by 30 years to get $180,000. Now that's our contributions, which is great. But what if we invest that? How does that play a difference? What you'll be amazed to hear, and I'm doing this with you right now, is that if we do this, okay, if we do $6,000 every year for 30 years, now I have to, for my calculator's sake, pick a rate of return of what we can expect. I'm going to use 10%. The reason for 10% is that's the historical average of the S&P 500. Now, that's the 500 largest companies in the U.S. The reality is there's small companies that you'd be invested in if invested appropriately. There's medium-sized companies, there's international, there's emerging markets, there's real estate. So it's more than just that, but let's just take the conservative 10%. And I'm going to plug that in here now. And lastly, I'm going to assume there's $0 today. So it's not like you started with something and then did it. It's no, there's $0, $6,000 for 30 years. What would that do? And what you will see is that 
Wow. $986,000. So if you take a look back and really think about what we did, $180,000 is what you personally put in. That's money you worked hard for. But now you have 986000 So call it a million dollars. That's essentially $800,000 of growth on your money. You didn't go to work for this money. You didn't have to attend any meetings. No additional work. And the difference is it's not even fully reflecting inflation. Meaning, yes, there's inflation that's going to be happening over our lifetime. But that $180,000, if we don't invest that, well, it's really losing value at 3% per year. And that's the historical average of inflation. And so if we're looking at that, well... Now, it's not really 180000 that we have. We have to look back and say, oh my gosh, well, my $180,000, that doesn't even really equal $180,000 in the future because it's losing out to inflation. So on top of the inflation occurring, the danger of not investing is that $180,000 is worth less and less as we don't invest it. And the beautiful thing about investing in a Roth IRA is you don't have to worry about the short-term ups and downs of the market because you have so long until you need the funds. And one common thing people forget with Roth IRAs, and I don't blame them at all because there's so much information out there, is that with a Roth IRA, you can take out your personal contributions at any time. Many people don't know this, but what that means is if you put $100,000 in and it grows to $200,000, well, you can take out your $100,000 at any time, almost like a bank. Like You can just take the money back. Now, it might be below that because of where the market's at and investing and how that, of course, plays a role. But your personal contributions, you can take those out at any time. Now, you can't take out the growth without being taxed or penalized before you can take the funds out legally, which is at age 59 and a half. Now, there are so many other beautiful things about Roth IRAs. One of them is what are called RMDs. You don't have any. Now, RMDs, you might not worry about for a long, long, long time because right now the rule is... If you have a 401k or an IRA, the way it works is that at age 72, they are going to require you to start withdrawing from those accounts. They're going to say, you got a tax deduction in the future, sorry, at at the present when you did first contribute, but now we're going to make you pay taxes on that. And so what that means is that you have to, whether you like it or not, take certain income from your 401k or IRA. The reason I bring that up is that is not the case with a Roth IRA. The reason I love Roth IRAs, they pass down. So whether or not you say, you know what, there's a legacy I want to leave or other people I want to leave the funds to, whatever it is you want to do, there's also no RMD, so you don't have to take from this if you don't want to. So when people say, what's the most important account? The Roth IRA, in my opinion, is absolutely the most important account. The reason I love it is because your money works for you in a tax-free way. It continues to grow and grow. And to me, there's just not many things out there that are better than that. And so that's why I love Roth IRAs. But I don't love Roth IRAs so much that you shouldn't also have fun today. It's not about saying, hey, let's make sure we max it every year. That might be great, depending on your income level. But it's about saying, no, what makes most sense in accordance to my plan? Because you should still vacation today. You should still have fun today and do the things you want to do today while balancing the future and those goals. So it's not just, hey, what should I do and what shouldn't I do? It's about saying, no, the Roth IRA sounds like a great tool, but let's utilize it in a way that makes most of sense with what it is you want to accomplish in your life. So that's it for Roth IRAs in today's episode. I could do an hour on this, but I think many people would fall asleep. So I don't blame you. Once again, we are on YouTube. 
YouTube, go ahead and check those videos out in the description. And if you want more information on what it looks like to work with me, you can always go to my website, personalfinanceredefined.co. You can schedule a call with me and we can find out if it even makes sense to work with a financial planner, what financial planning even looks like and how that relates to your individual situation. I thank you so much for taking the time listening to this and see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening. If that was helpful, please do subscribe, leave five stars, rate it, review it, all that good stuff, and let me know how I can best help. I love answering questions, whether it's about taxes, investments, whatever is on your mind. I love seeing how I can best help you. So as always, you can submit a question on my website, personalfinanceredefined.co. That's personalfinanceredefined.co, and I'll see you all next week. Hey everyone, quick disclaimer here, please be smart about this, and before taking any action, consult with your tax planner or financial planner. Nothing in this podcast should be construed as investment, tax, legal, or other financial advice. It's for informational purposes only.